the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's an acrofure? Pretty sure you did not know what that was until Monday when it became the new name of the stadium where the Steelers uh, play football. Lots of important things have happened since I was here uh, on Friday, my last day. I took the three days off this week, but I don't think, based on what I saw, anything got the reaction that changing the name of Heinz Field to Akrishore Field or Stadium got. Of course, a lot of the reaction was over the top, including from the media. I mean, it's a football stadium. Yeah, it's the, it's the Steelers and tradition and blah, blah, blah. But uh, disappointment and sadness is one thing, but anger is another. There was a lot of anger out there. Unfortunately, there was none of that anger back in 1998 when the Steelers were awarded, oh, something around $250 million to build what would become Heinz Field. And you would think that, that the taxpayers would be a little bit more upset with the fact that in Allegheny County, they've been paying an extra 14% in sales tax for every taxable item they've bought in the last 20 years. Do the math on that if you get some spare time. Sales tax went up from 6% to 7% to fund the two stadiums and the convention center, which has turned into a boondoggle, I'm pretty sure. Pretty good deal for the Steelers, though. Get somebody to pay for your building and then have someone give you a few hundred million dollars to put their name on it. And don't blame the Roonies, by the way. Don't blame the Roonies. They would have been idiots not to take that deal and you would have taken it too. Blame the politicians and the people who keep re-electing those politicians. Meanwhile, Art Rooney II knew the value of having a Pittsburgh company as a sponsor. Back in February, he said he hoped to keep it. You know, it's, it's something that we're having some conversations with Heinz, obviously, about it. And, uh, you know, I think we'll, uh, you know, we'll know the answer to that soon. But, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic about, you know, keeping the name as is. Yeah, that optimism changed when he got offered about five times more money, whatever it was, by Acrisure. Again, I don't blame Art Rooney one bit for taking the money. It's just ridiculous that there's that money going to the Steelers organization for the simple fact, a simple act of putting a sign up, and that money could go back to the taxpayers. That could be part of the deal when they when they build the stadium that the, the rent naming rights stay with the. You know, the people who paid for it. Anyway, when we come back, we're going to talk to a sports marketing expert about why companies are willing to spend this kind of money and why it's a good idea for Acrisure. And in our second half hour, a constitutional constitutional lawyer is going to tell you why Joe Biden is a Manchurian candidate. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth, 
more than just a vacation. This meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. Your spouse has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it, and after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-690-4040. That's 1-800-690-4040. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Uh, people around here kind of like the Steelers, and they tend to take everything about them seriously. So changing the name of the stadium where they've been playing for the last 21 years was a pretty big deal. 
probably a bigger deal than it should have been. But Josh Schaefer writes about sports business at Yahoo.com. He joins us now. Josh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Of course, John. Happy to be here. So, um, before Monday, did you know what an accrochure was? No, I didn't. And uh, I work here in a building where we cover business, right? And pretty much everyone didn't, uh, which was pretty surprising. So on Monday, I kind of was surveying the office. And in a room full of finance journalists, we had one person that knew what the company was. So it was a little bit of a surprise to us, too. But I think that's probably why they did it, right? You get a mm-hmm. little bit of name recognition from this, of course. Yeah. Um, it's not a name that actually rolls off your tongue, you know, when you're, when you're saying, <laughs> welcome to Acrisure Stadium. It just doesn't, doesn't work too well. But I think people will get used to that. But I haven't seen a number on how much they paid. But it was more than Hines. It was more than Hines was willing to pay. How much do you think we're talking about here? Yeah, I saw one report pegging it over ten million, which I definitely think is fair, just based on what other stadium rights deals have been. Right, like we know, SoFi Stadium was paying about thirty million dollars, and that's obviously the home of the Rams and the Chargers, and it's also Los Angeles, a little bit of a bigger market. So you wouldn't think that Steelers Stadium would fetch that much. So you kind of teeter it down from there and you get into like a 10 to 20 million dollar range annually which is obviously quite a lot of money and Heinz Heinz's deal they were paying three million dollars a year so we're talking at least three or four times more than what Heinz had initially been paying and Heinz just doesn't really need that name recognition anymore it's not really worth it for them to spend that much money to keep their name on the field yeah that and that's what you mentioned a minute ago that that's why it's good business for Acrisure and not for Heinz Hines is a Pittsburgh institution, as I'm sure you know, uh, and, mm-hmm. and it's a great match for the Steelers. It was from the beginning, but uh, who doesn't know about Hines? Everybody knows Hines, especially in Pittsburgh. So, how much of that money right. that that Hines spent the last twenty years was well spent? Oh, I think it was definitely well spent in the beginning, right? And that's sort of the trend you see in sports marketing when we talk about these stadium naming rights deals and sort of what they do. Normally, teams are doing this for like the 20-year period that Heinz did because you get in there. The Steelers are very good over the last 20 years, obviously, too. So it's a very popular stadium. Everyone's been there. They're playing in AFC Championship games, winning Super Bowls. They're calling it on Jim Nance's calling it, Joe Buck's using Heinz Field. And so that's very popular, and you get that name recognition repeatedly, repeatedly. It was estimated last year, SoFi Stadium, which hosted the Super Bowl, got $3.5 million worth of value just from the Super Bowl alone and the amount of times they were mentioned on the broadcast. So getting your name on one of those stadiums that host big events like an AFC Championship game, which the Steelers do host, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and and Pepsi uh, bailed out of the Super Bowl halftime. Uh, they're not going to be back next year. Is that kind of the same thing with them? Where they figured, hey, I mean, come on, we're Pepsi. Who doesn't know Pepsi? We've done, we've we've, we've invested enough in this. Why are we spending this kind of money and and leave it to somebody like another Acrisure to uh, to present themselves right. to the public for the first time? Right, exactly. That's why if you're a Steelers fan, well, there's a sentimental aspect here that I, I'm sure I can sympathize with and you can sympathize with of why people are upset. It's not called Heinz Field anymore. It's sad. You lose a little bit of the history. From a pure business perspective, Heinz is just following an industry-wide trend that we've seen, especially with a little bit of the overall macroeconomic downturn people are talking about right now. A lot of companies, big companies like a Pepsi or an Anheuser-Busch that owns Bud Light, are trying to back out of some of these sports marketing deals. Gatorade dropped their NHL sponsorship about a month ago now, too. A lot, it's really happening all over sports marketing. And the trend is that an Acrisure, a less, lesser-known company, those crypto companies like Crypto.com and FTX, Crypto.com took over the Staples Center late last year, right? Those sort of big-name or not-big-name companies are coming in and filling those holes because the other companies have already made enough of a name and why spend the money if you don't need them? And what's the cryptocurrency crash that you uh, talk about? Yeah, so I mean, uh, cryptocurrency, when we talk about uh, like Bitcoin and Ethereum and those different sort of digital assets have come down a lot in price. And so those exchanges that you see on stadiums, so crypto.com is the home of the Lakers and the Clippers and FTX Arena down in Miami is the home of the Miami Heat. 
And so a lot of those companies have come in and become big sponsors. They spent a lot to get people to get to know them. Tom Brady is a big FTX sponsor. He was being played a lot this year during NFL games, during a lot of Steelers games, and during those commercials. And so those companies spent a lot in the beginning to get their name out there. And now some of those companies, not FTX and Crypto.com, but some of the smaller exchanges like a Voyager Digital that was involved with Mark Cuban and the Mavericks have lost a lot of money. And people are starting to wonder if the Mavericks and some of the other teams like our leagues, like the NWSL, are ever going to get that money because the crypto exchanges don't really have the money to pay them anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to me. We're, we're talking to Josh Schaefer. He writes about sports business at yahoo.com. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when, I mean, I saw games at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. That's how old I am. So mm-hmm. I, I remember when they built Three Rivers, and that was a big deal and a new thing. But, you know, they, they called it Three Rivers Stadium. Now, that's uh, 50 years ago. When they when they finished that building, but it was called Three River Stadium, and in Philadelphia it was Veterans Stadium, and in Cincinnati it was Riverfront, and it was. Uh, I wonder what took so long for teams to understand that they could make money just by putting a different name on the building. Yeah, it really did take a while. I mean, you look at the trend, and I wouldn't say take off until the eighties or nineties, really, of stadium rights. Because I'm actually I'm a Syracuse grad, and Syracuse up in New York, they just changed their Carrier Dome, which was a pretty famous yeah. institution up there in college sports. That deal, the Syracuse finally just got out of that deal, but that was one of the first big naming rights deals. And Carrier actually, you know, I think it was right around 1980, paid a million dollars for rights forever. It wasn't annually. There was no set time limit on it. That was how new naming rights were back in the 80s. They just paid a million dollars, and Syracuse took it and said, yeah, you can put your name on it, almost like a donor. So we've really seen that shift now to, yeah, there's a name on everything, and then you go inside these stadiums now too, John, and there's a brand everywhere, right? Everywhere behind the end zone, everywhere up on the stands. You have the sports gambling companies now that have all these lounges. So it's definitely the move in sports now has been to sort of slap advertising everywhere, it certainly boosted the league's revenue a lot, and that's why these players are making so much more money now, too. And they, I think NFL players, just to pick a, a, a league, are gr- mm-hmm. grossly underpaid based on just well, just what happened here uh, with the Steelers. They're, they're going to make uh, $150 million over the next uh, 15 years, at least, for nothing. They did nothing. The Steelers did nothing. They said, okay, you can put your sign up on our stadium, and that's it. And that, how, is there any easier money to be made anywhere? And that's just, you just mentioned all the other advertising in stadium, and they, they all, the teams all make, I think it's uh, 300, over $300 million a year now, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. in network money. Yeah. And that doesn't include streaming money, and it doesn't include radio and all the other stuff. Um, so I, I, I think the players are underpaid based on the revenue they produce. Yeah, and I, I do think you've seen those numbers go up a lot, though, too. Like when you look at what the top quarterbacks are paid, yeah. over doubled over the last 10 years, but that's one position, right? So yeah. I think you certainly make the argument for, you know, the lesser-known players or some of the positions that true football fans are into, but maybe someone doesn't actually know what the decent tackle is making or the outside linebacker or right. something like that or the kicker or the punter. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely think that, the teams are always going to take the money, and that's what people need to understand when it comes to, well, you know, Acrisure Stadium maybe doesn't roll off our tongue quite yet. It's, the Steelers are going to take whoever offers the most money. That's yeah. just how this works. They're going to, it's a business, and if someone comes with a blank check, they're going to take that company every time. And I don't blame the Rooney family one bit, but, it, but you know, naming rights are a pretty sweet deal for teams. Um, you know, they didn't have, as I mentioned, they didn't have the idea when they built Three Rivers and the taxpayers paid for that, uh, for the Pirates and the Steelers. Uh, but they, you know, they, they didn't let the Pirates and the Steelers make money just from changing the name. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you think about the sweet deal that is. You get the taxpayers to pay for your stadium despite the fact that you're making as much in, in uh, revenue in maybe two years from TV to pay for the whole thing. Um, you get the taxpayers to pay for your stadium, and then you get hundreds of millions of dollars for putting a sign on it. And, the, and you don't say, well, I think maybe we ought to give some of that money back to the taxpayers. Or you wonder why governments don't uh, can, uh, have that as part of the deal where they say, listen, 
well, here, here's your, here's a couple hundred million for a stadium, but we are going to make some of that back by selling the naming rights. It never happens. It's, a, it's an unbelievably sweet deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting point, John. And you wonder if that ever changes if teams aren't getting the right amount of funding that they want now. I mean, these stadium projects now, pretty much every new stadium you see is going up for over a billion dollars, right? All yeah. in these projects. If the Warriors built that new stadium out in San Francisco, uh, and that was over a billion dollars. And they actually self-funded that. That wasn't public. But the one, the A's are looking at a place out in Oakland that I think would have some public funding and be over a billion dollars. I wonder if you ever see companies come in on the front end and offer money as part of the naming rights deal. Yeah. We'll give you money to help build. They do do that with addition sometimes. You see that with like end zone suites or something. Hey, we want to build this for you and put our name on it. We haven't ever seen that with stadiums fully because I think the stadium itself is too expensive, Right. But maybe they'll start coming in more on the front end and providing more front end financing. So then you can kind of get these luxury items that it seems like every team is building in the stadium now. Everyone wants the new luxury suite that's almost like a bar down by the field so you can sit and kind of have a different experience in the traditional stands. Yeah, and I, um, it's interesting, too, to me that, that um, Heinz Field, I think, was <clears throat> $258 million, something like that. Uh, and this is here we are mm. less than twenty years later we 've had stadiums built that cost a billion. Do you think Josh, that if you and I were paying for it, that we could build a pretty nice stadium still for three hundred million if the, if nobody was handing us a check from the taxpayers i don 't think you could anymore, John, to be honest, because I think the standard is just so much higher. I well, mean, the standard is higher so because they're, they're they're paying for them with other people 's money that 's what i 'm saying. No, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally agree with you. I just yeah. don't know if a $300 million stadium would suffice for what no. fans and NFL people have come to expect at this point. I think you're right. I just don't think you could. Hey, listen, while I have you here, i got a couple minutes left. We're talking to uh, Josh Schaefer. Yeah. He writes about sports business. I have to ask you about what's happening with college football. You write about that, too, and that obviously mm-hmm. is a business. How do you see these conference realignments shaking out by the time we get down the next couple of years from, from now? It really feels like things could be slimming down to a two-horse race, right? And when we talk about the two horses, we're talking about the SEC, the Southeastern Conference with Alabama, LSU, those big schools down there, Georgia, and the Big Ten, which is your Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin. Those two big conferences – both brought in over a billion dollars in revenue last year. The Pac-12, which is where UCLA and USC just announced they're going to be leaving the Pac-12 last week, right? So those two big LA colleges are now going to be in the Big Ten. The Pac-12 only brought in $745 million. So the SEC brought in over a billion dollars more of revenue than the Pac-12. So it's kind of a hard pitch if you're some of these smaller conferences like the Pac-12, the ACC is one of them where Pitt plays, those conferences just don't bring in nearly as much money. And the way these conferences work is when they sign these big media rights deals, which the Big Ten is supposedly going to bring in over a billion dollars with its next TV media rights deal, that gets divided up to the schools. And the schools are going to go where they can get the most money. College sports is not that complicated. The schools just want to get money from the athletic programs. And they're going to go where the most money is. So I do think conferences like the ACC where Pitt is had more pain to come in terms of where things are going to get shaken up. And I think when you look at a conference like the Big Ten with Penn State, they're probably going to have more teams coming in over the next couple of years. Unclear if it's going to be right now, but it's definitely coming. There's more movement to come for sure. Uh, last thing here, uh, they're playing the British Open in Scotland right now. I guess you're supposed to call it the Open now, uh, but it's over in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Saudi Arabia is a topic there, and it's not because Joe Biden's over there now. Uh, what's LIV Golf going to do to the PGA? Yeah, I mean, it's a really fascinating story, right, when you look at what with golf and Greg Norman, uh, the famous golfer who's won the British Open before, have sort of done to the PGA here. They've taken the Saudi investment money, and they're paying more than double, triple in some cases, what the PGA pays for some of these events. This weekend, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering the numbers correctly off the top of my head, the British Open winner is only going to win 2 to $3 million, right? Well, if you win a random live golf tour event, you can win $4.5 million, and some of those guys are making over $100 million. So what live golf did was they came in and they created contracts. So now guys like Phil Mickelson are making up to $200 million, 
being just a contract without even playing. He could lose every match. He could play terrible, and he'll make $200 million. Traditional golf, like the PGA that we've all watched for years, you have to win to earn that money. If you don't play well, you don't make money. And so Live Golf has sort of flipped that narrative, but it is Saudi-backed, and there has been a lot of discussion about where that money's coming from if these golfers should really be taking that. And I don't think that discussion is going to go away anytime soon. Hey, uh, Josh, I'm out of time. Love to have you on again. This is one of my favorite topics, sports and business, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you having me, John. This is great. Okay, Josh Schaefer, Yahoo.com. We'll be right back. SRN News. I'm John Scott. During a joint news conference with Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid, President Biden says the U.S. will keep helping Israel defend itself. You have an ironclad commitment from the United States of America to Israel's security. An ironclad commitment. We'll make sure that Israel can defend itself by itself. On his Mideast trip, the President and Israeli Prime Minister Lapid agreed that Iran must face the threat of military force. Words will not stop them, Mr. President. Diplomacy will not stop them. The only thing that will stop Iran is knowing that if they continue to develop their nuclear program, the free world will use force. The only way to stop them is to put a credible military threat on the table. Israeli Prime Minister Lapid, this is SRN News. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Jay Sekula believes we are living on the edge. We were energy independent 19 months ago. We're not, we're en- totally energy dependent now. We've got one of the highest inflation points in the world. And I just think that we've got to realize that we're in a very dangerous spot right now, politically, economically. And, and then you got Mahmoud Abbas's statements, which tells me that the rest of the world recognizes how weak we are. Secular live weeknights at six, right before Brandon Tatum at seven on AM 1250. The answer. Today, the majority of children have already been exposed to pornography by age 11. Even though most of this is accidental, this exposure can have disastrous consequences for their mental health and future well-being. If you want to protect your child and set them up to have healthy relationships, you need Canopy. Canopy is the most effective technology on the planet for blocking pornography. Canopy's app uses artificial intelligence to identify and filter explicit content on every website. It can do this in milliseconds and is 99.9% accurate. While other apps block entire pages, Canopy is the only tool that filters within websites, plucking out explicit images and videos before they appear. Its image scanning technology also prevents users from taking and sending sexts. The Internet is awash in pornography, but your kids don't have to see it. Head on over to canopy.us forward slash protect to start your 30-day free trial. Enter the promo code PROTECT and get 15% off the regular price for life. Pit Cycles is hitting the road July 22nd to the 24th. This is John Stagerwald at the second annual Butler Bikes and Barbecue event. Pit Cycles is bringing out not only the Indian motorcycle demo truck, but also demo trucks from Triumph and their newest brand, BMW Motorcycles. Come to the Butler County Farm Show grounds, meet the team, ride and compare models, enjoy great barbecue and live music all weekend long. We're stopped by Pit Cycles today in Warrendale, next to Jurgles, or at pitcycles.com. Pit Cycles! AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Busy ride for you out there on a lot of our highways. Parkway East, solid outbound Forbes Avenue out to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound also looking really stacked up Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, volume delays outbound, 79 out to 60, at least an extra 10 minutes there. Outbound 28, a slow go from Route 8 to Delafield Avenue. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow. Tomorrow will reach a high of 84. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 62. Partly sunny skies on tap for Saturday will reach a high Saturday of 87. Sunday will be humid with times of clouds and sun. An afternoon thunderstorm will reach a high Sunday of 85. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Go uh, 60 years ago, Frank Sinatra starred in a movie called The Manchurian Candidate, one of his better roles. Um, it's one thing for an actor to play a Manchurian candidate, quite another for the president of the United States to be one. Uh, Jonathan Emord is a constitutional law attorney and the author of The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. And he joins us now. Jonathan, thanks for being here. You're welcome. So uh, you say at PJMedia.com today that Joe Biden is a, a Manchurian candidate. Before we get to why, what qualifies someone as a, as a legitimate Manchurian candidate? I think if they become essentially a patsy of a foreign uh, party, particularly an enemy of the United States, that would make them capable of being a Manchurian candidate. Okay, and how does he qualify, Joe, I mean? Well, he, he starts off being hopelessly compromised because of his family's dealings with uh, individuals who are tied into the Communist Party of China, and particularly the influence peddling that Hunter Biden so gloriously, uh, ingloriously engaged in with Chinese representatives in the energy, Chinese energy industry, all of whom were tied uh, directly to the CCP and uh, profited enormously from offering to gain access to Biden as vice president. And we discovered most recently that uh, Biden, despite his denials, was aware of that, and that in addition we've discovered uh, that Biden shared bank accounts with his son, out of which he paid uh, his bills. So uh, that is a compromised individual. Then when you look to what he's done as president, He's been uh, the greatest uh, ally the Chinese could possibly imagine in the White House by his various actions. He's terminated the China Initiative, which was designed to ferret out espionage undertaken by China in the United States. He's uh, obviously destroying the fossil fuel industry in favor of China-dominant wind and solar power, effectively transferring wealth uh, that would go to our own energy sector to the Chinese. He terminated Trump's ban on surveillance uh, uh, via WeChat and TikTok. He approved Huawei licenses for uh, the Chinese to gain control over the auto computer chip industry. And he opened our southern border to fentanyl made in China, uh, resulting in 18 to four, the leading cause of death in America now for 18 to 45-year-olds is fentanyl overdose. So those are all fulfilling the ambitions of the Chinese with the complicity of the, the Biden administration. Well, he, he's been wrong. I think he's pretty well known for having been wrong about everything uh, with foreign policy for the entire time he's been there, so close to 50 years in Washington. Um, how much of that could you attribute to just incompetence and stupidity, uh, and how much of it would only be possible if he was getting something out of it? Well, I'm willing to admit that he has spatial and temporal awareness issues uh, that make him appear to be a buffoon, and in many respects he is, but he's not so mentally uh, impoverished that he is unaware completely of his, his what is really criminal activity with his son uh, in profiting off of selling out the United States uh, for the Chinese. I mean, he... The influence peddling scam went on for many years, many years during which he had greater mental clarity, but it appears to continue to this day, and uh, he obviously is fully aware 
of his ignominious uh, retreat from Afghanistan, which gave mineral wealth to the Chinese. He's aware of that. His policies are pronounced uh, pronounced against the United States in so many different fora, uh, and so many critics have communicated to him their abject horror at his abandonment of American interests in favor of the Chinese that he would, you would expect, in one way or another, take an action against that direction. But no. In fact, he's done nothing demonstrable uh, to inhibit or block China's advancement towards global dominion. And as a consequence, uh, he's made Taiwan quite vulnerable, and he's made it very difficult for anyone uh, who's trying in the United States desperately to protect our country to achieve that end because he's dismantled uh, our surveillance against WeChat and ban on surveillance by WeChat and TikTok, and he's also uh, took, eliminated the uh, China initiative. These are conscious actions. Uh, so I, I have to assume that because there's so many of them, that they're representative of what he wants. Okay, so I, 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 that, that's just an amazing checklist you just uh, ran off there. But um, if you didn't have Hunter Biden's laptop and you just saw all these things that you just mentioned, and you didn't have the laptop and the, and the emails that came with it and all the evidence that we've seen there, would that in itself be enough to raise a suspicion from someone like you? Would you, would you say, this just can't be, nobody's this dumb? Yeah, I would, I would say that based on all of his actions, you'd have to suspect that he's uh, really become a patsy of the Chinese. Now, that may be uh, because he's so far left that he uh, doesn't discern any problem with communism uh, and, or that he actually wants to be a communist himself. I mean, he wants to be a dictator in a communist fashion. But I think the, the reality is that uh, he is compromised. And because he's compromised, you can't trust that he is doing a consistent series of things against our interests for any purpose other than benefiting the party that's benefiting him and his family. Uh, no one else in the intelligence community could get away with this and survive, uh, not be removed, and probably prosecuted. Uh, indeed, they, they likely would be. If they were in the military and they did this, they'd be prosecuted. He's uh, the commander-in-chief. He's a person, he's violated the emoluments clause, which would prohibit him from receiving money from a foreign party. Uh, that's a, a violation of the Constitution. Yeah, that was, uh, he, that was my next question. How is he actually violating the Constitution? Yeah, the emoluments clause, which they raised against Donald Trump without any evidence uh, and did so vigorously, um, is one that you don't hear them, the Democratic Party making any mention whatsoever, of course, in reference to Joe Biden. Yet it's clear from the evidence that has come out from the Daily Mail and from other sources uh, the New York Post, for example, uh, that Hunter Biden's laptop uh, contains the information which establishes beyond really uh, any serious question that uh, the whole family was engaged in an influence peddling scheme in order to profit the family. Joe Biden had joint accounts with Hunter. He drew from those accounts to pay his mortgages. So he actually took money that was deposited from foreign sources, and notably, in this case, the Chinese, uh, and, um, and, and not just Chinese individuals. We're talking about CCP members who are active uh, in their representation of China through their actions in these government-owned enterprises. So it's not, it's not possible for him to reasonably say that he's not in violation of the Emoluments clause, and that's an impeachable offense, and it's clearly a violation of the of the Constitution. These sorts of compromised positions were meant not to be uh, 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 accepted in this country from the start, from our founding. It's not a; these are ancient principles against what are essentially conflicts of interest that raise a very strong specter 
that a person is an agent of a foreign power. This was known to George Washington in the military, in the Revolutionary War, when individuals would, like uh, General Lee, for example, early in the... Um, established himself to be a, a, a disreputable pro-British um, uh, party that was ultimately uh, 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 removed from from the military by uh, uh, court-martial. So, I mean, we we have a long history of ferreting out these sorts of people and getting rid of them. Now we have one as the president of the United States. Now, <laughs> this is just uh, the you know the, just last week. I think it was last week that the news came out that he had uh, uh, delivered a million barrels of oil to China. I think it was a million. Um, and uh, I looked at, I, I Googled and duck, duck, goad um, the uh, one million barrel Biden, one million barrels, China, uh, to see if the any of the media covered it. And the only media that covered it were Fox News. And if, if you look down at Google and look for every mention of that story based on my search every single one was a right-wing website uh or or media outlet and i uh, associated press as far as i know didn't mention it cnn msnbc i don't know about abc cbs uh evening news my point is obviously nobody cares you care i care but the, the media sure don't care well, that's true. Uh, and your point about the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, this is a, another extraordinary a, a piece of evidence in line with this whole uh, train of evidence showing that he's complicit in advancing the interests of the Chinese at the expense of the United States. Of course, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is supposed to be available for us in the event of an, a, a national emergency or catastrophe in which uh, this needs to be drawn upon for the use of the military or for other uses to defend the nation. And he's so sapped uh, the reserve that it's you know, right down to the bottom now. And to see that he took one million uh, barrels of oil, um, is that right, barrels of oil, and give, gave it to the Chinese soldiers, to the Chinese is just a, a really extraordinary. But on this media point, um, the media has been complicit in protecting Joe Biden from the very start of his presidency, by and large, and they've overlooked numerous stories that are that uh, conflict with this uh, jolly narrative in support of him. It's only now, when his popularity has plummeted within the Democrat Party, and, and key Democrats are behind the scenes pushing for uh, Joe Biden to be, uh, you know, not running for re-election. Uh, that we start to see critical stories. But still, uh, on this point of complicity with the Chinese, they've avoided any such suggestion or coverage. And indeed, uh, you know, contrast that with how they treated Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump had no connection whatsoever with Russia uh, that uh, would tie him to uh, Russian oligarchs or to uh, Putin. And yet they... Uh, maintain that false narrative despite the absence of evidence and despite very strong evidence to the contrary for virtually his entire presidency, if not his entire presidency. And yet here we have this evidence abounding, and they won't even cover it. We're talking to Jonathan Emord. He's a constitutional law attorney. You can find his piece at uh, pjmedia.com, where he declares Joe Biden a Manchurian candidate. Um, So... Here's the thing, though, Jonathan. Uh, the media—they don't care. Um, you are—I'm guessing—you're not the only constitutional law attorney uh, familiar with what's going on in Washington D.C. or paying attention to it. Is it possible that there's not one Democrat anywhere who looks at this mountain of evidence and 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 doesn't say, you know, we at least have to? We have to do something here. Well, I don't know. If we 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 can't. We got to get this guy out of there. We got to admit to. I mean, it's just they they're as complicit as he is, aren't they? I think they are by and large. I mean, you find a couple who are concerned about this. Tulsi Gabbard, for example, has expressed concerns about this, um, and I think she's she's on to it. But um, most of them, I think, are either in the position of hear no evil, uh, see no evil, speak no evil. Um, blinding themselves to it or hoping that it's not true. Uh, but the vast majority, I think, of Democrats who who are dominated by this far-left thinking uh, 
um, are perfectly comfortable with the idea of having the United States become essentially a patsy for the communist Chinese. They, if you advocate socialism, you really do have uh, strong ties with communism as well. They come out of the same pot in the end. Are there any Republicans? Uh, McConnell's name has been mentioned as someone who has maybe at least some conflicts of interest when it comes to the Chinese. Well, I think that uh, we ought to be asking ourselves, why are some of these key Republicans, um, many of whom we've labeled rhinos, uh, why are they not becoming more vocal and uh, forceful and, and, and uh, putting forth legislation to block efforts by this administration that help the Chinese? I mean, the lack of action is itself a contributing factor. And if you don't call out the problem courageously, and then you don't act on what you said, if you're in a position of power to do it, then you are really enabling someone like Biden. I mean, look, there ought to be congressional hearings about Biden's relationship with the Chinese, about this whole uh, corrupt, uh, corruption scandal of influence peddling with his son. Of course, that's not going to happen with the dominant uh, Democrat Party in both uh, House and Senate. But after the midterms, there's going to be no excuse. They better get to it. And furthermore, it's not just hearings that we need. We need legislation to disable him. And I know he'll veto it, but it'll put it squarely before the Congress and the American people. And then if he vetoes it, he's on record and we know, okay, look, uh, he, he not only has been accused, he's now proving himself to be the ultimate Manchurian candidate because he'll fall on his sword uh, with the American people rather than defend our interests. How far removed is this, uh, Jonathan, from treason? Treason, under the Founding Fathers' definition, is rather narrowly defined to the taking up of arms against the United States. And um, I'm he's perilously close to facilitating uh, the Chinese to the extent that they could take up arms against us, and that might raise the specter of treason. But it is definitely uh, an, an act of betrayal because it's against our interests. It threatens the United States. Look, this fentanyl situation that he's allowing to pour into this country day after day, killing uh, you know hundreds of thousands over the course of several years due to fentanyl overdose, that is blood on his hands, and that is coming directly from the Chinese. He's not stopping it. Why? Why isn't he interdicting it? Why isn't he going after the cartels and obliterating them? Why is he not defending our interests? Why isn't he defending the border? This is an abdication of his role as commander-in-chief. He's, no, he's not fulfilling either his legal obligation under the immigration and naturalization laws, but also he's not fulfilling his constitutional obligation to defend the United States. Yeah, and I, I, one other thing that pops into my, my head here is that someone who is as compromised as he is and who has been compromised for a long time, this is nothing new. He's only been president for not even two years. Um, wh why would someone that compromised put himself in a position to be president and bring all this attention on him? Uh, this is interesting, and I think the reason is that he counted on a majority Democrat-controlled House and Senate to protect from the public, keep from the public, and enable him to function without accountability yeah. for his misgivings. Clearly, that would not have been the case if there was a Republican House and Senate. And it won't be the case after 2022. They're all panicking, yes, about losing control, but really what they're panicking about, Pelosi and Schumer and uh, Biden, is all the, the, the genuine dirt that is going to come into light from what he has done, yeah. both in his you know, recent history and by, as vice president and as president. I'm out of time, Jonathan. Tremendous stuff there. You can find it at uh, pjmedia.com. Read his piece. Thank you, Jonathan Emord. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. 
Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. This is John Steyerwald. For a limited time, you can save $90 on a pair of My Slippers, and this blowout sale of the year is not going to last long, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and Impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 716 8087 and use the promo code STAG or go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. Again, this offer will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at mypillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I uh, enjoyed my three days off. It's good to be back today. I'm glad you listened, uh, and um, I will be back here tomorrow. I uh, was in Canada. I referred to it as North Korea. Nice thing is that I have a place on the lake up there, and when I sit in front of our place, I see the United States. I look across Lake Erie, and I see some of the hills and stuff back over there in Pennsylvania. I don't have to worry about what's going on behind me in the country of Canada because it's crazy up there. And uh, I think, you know, you've heard the expression many times, it's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. I used to say it's a really great place to visit, and I wouldn't mind living there. I almost looked at it as a, you know, as a fallback position if, uh, well, I don't know, I, I guess I started thinking about it more as a fallback when the the prospect of Hillary Clinton becoming president way back in 2008. Uh, I don't. I definitely think that back then I was thinking, well, if she wins, I I still have Canada because Canada can't be any worse than what she can do to the United States. So, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm there anymore, but I will say it's the epitome right now of a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. I don't know another. Six years of Democrats might make me change my mind on that. It might be actually worse here than it is there. But uh, I'm glad you uh, listened today. I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, that's it. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon. See ya. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.